Welcome back to the Fast Break. I'm Ben Hicks. I got Aaron Steele with me today, and we're going to be continuing our redraft series, this time with 2015. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves took Carl Anthony Towns first. We're going to be starting at the end of the lottery with number 14. So, Aaron, who do you have there? All right, number 14, I have DeLon Wright. As do I. Same, uh, same pick. <laughs> the last uh, four or five picks of this yeah, draft. Yeah, for sure. You can go with anybody. It's not a... It's kind of a top-heavy draft class. It's not a lot of big names towards the uh, end of the draft. And I was I was looking through it. There are some in like fifteen or twenty guys who were picked who have never played in never played in an NBA game. Oh yeah, for sure. Even in the first round, I think there were several that um, barely even played. It's, I, it's so funny we had the same player because honestly, ten through twenty is basically completely random. You could have anyone, and I couldn't be upset. Yep. All right, number thirteen now. All right, I have Justice Winslow. I left him just out. Um, probably a little bit of bias or just because I watch him a lot. I've been watching a lot of Cavs games since we got him in the area, but Chetty Osman makes number 13 here. I, I believe he went undrafted. He was a late second-round pick, but uh, in LeBron's absence, uh, classical, or classic uh, putting up good numbers on a bad team. He's had some games over the past year where he puts up 30 and 10. He's a solid 15 to 20-point-per-game scorer for the – Lowly Cleveland Cavaliers, so I got Chetty Osmond here. Yeah, I can't get upset about that. He's another player that's that that, that was in there for the bottom four. So, uh, number twelve, I went with Bobby Portis. Another guy I just left out. We made this list right after the uh, probably a year or two after the draft. He would he'd be a top ten, maybe even top eight player. He uh really performed pretty highly in his first few years in the league. Kind of fallen off, uh, especially since he moved over to the New York Knicks. He hasn't been a great player. So I just left him out. I got Pat Connaughton here. I've liked what he's done in his career in Portland and Milwaukee, especially. Uh, solid three-point shooter, I believe. In this past year, he was in a three-point contest uh, shot, 45, 47% from three. So I got Pat Connaughton in here. He's he's made some strides uh, later, in, later in his career. Yeah, I left him out, but uh, same as before. Uh, so number 11, I'll go with Rashawn Holmes is who I've got. Yeah, on some of the lists I was looking at, he was up there just – uh, I haven't seen him really in any notable games. Haven't seen him make. I haven't seen him like uh, in any big performances. So I left him out. I have Larry Nance, uh, Larry Nance Jr. here, another guy for the Cavs who I've seen a lot. Um, uh, I guess in his his younger days he was playing besides Kobe, so he didn't get a ton of shots in his first year in the NBA. But he's been a solid a post player for multiple teams now. He's a solid role player. Doesn't contribute too much offensively, but. Uh, he's definitely a, a good player to have on a team. Yeah, for sure. I think going into the top ten, we have um, kind of a little bit better of a tier starting here. At number ten, I went with Terry Rozier. Yeah, I I had him a little bit lower, and then I moved him up uh, slightly because I thought when he was with the Boston Celtics, um, he played very good. Obviously, since he went over to my Charlotte Hornets, he's not performed as well, got a huge contract, and now he's uh, seemed like been on the trade rumors for the for months now not sure if anything's developing there but i have him a, a tad higher i got kelly ubright number 10 um mm. not my favorite player not my favorite place uh, not not my favorite play style but he's good for 15 points a night so i got him at number 10 yeah i actually have kelly ubright sizable amount higher i think he averaged 19 last year he he, he did pretty good um last year was definitely his best year um with the Suns, he, he just got traded, though. So we'll see how he turns out. T 
Terrazier um, in Charlotte. I'm not sure if he'll even be starting now with um, Lamelo and obviously Devontae Graham. So um, he, he's another player that I'm I'm just not too high on. So that's why I'm there. Uh, number nine, I went with Norman Powell. Yeah, I got Norman Powell one higher. I got Josh Richards in here at number nine. Uh, a few years ago, I, I liked what he was doing in Philly, a 3 and D type player, a solid shooter, great perimeter defender. So I got him at number nine. Not a not a superstar, but he's still a, a good NBA starter. Yeah, I had Josh Richardson eight and Norman Powell nine. So we, we maybe just flipped right there. All right. So in the number seven, this is where I have Terry Rozier. I had Norman Powell at eight. Yeah. Uh, I got Terry Rozier at seven. He put up probably, I think he put up 20 or 21 a few years ago as a third option of the Celtics. So he's definitely shown he has promised to be a, a solid second option and put up 20 points a night. Uh, fell off last year with the Hornets. I'd like to see him get traded, uh, especially for my Hornets, to get a young haul, but somewhere we can go and, and be a solid scoring option. Because I think he has the potential in the, in the game to uh, to be a good 20-point-per-game, 20-point-a-night scorer. So I like Terry Rozier. Uh, if he continues to, to decrease uh, the next few years, he will definitely fall probably to number 10 or 11. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he's still averaging, yeah, 18, 19, 20 points a game. And uh, he, he just has a huge contract. So whenever you think of him, it kind of gets in the way. He's up there in some of the worst contracts. But he's definitely a pretty good player. Um, number seven, I'm guessing you probably will have him five or six with how your list shaped out. But I have Miles Turner. Yeah, but I've got him a little bit higher. But uh, I, I, consider that, I consider him being a little lower since he hasn't been as good the past two years. Yeah. All right, so number six, I have Montrez Harrell here. Um, not my favorite player. Uh, I, I I think he fits well where he is now with the Lakers coming off the bench. I wouldn't start him uh, playing behind Anthony Davis, but he he's good for a double-double most nights. So not much to say about his game. He's not my favorite play style. I don't think he fits the modern NBA perfectly, but he's, he's still a solid uh, interior defender, and he has some some good post moves as well. Yeah, I'm also not the biggest fan of Montrez Harrell, but he averages 20 a night coming off the bench, so um, I think he'd be re pretty good on a lot of teams, actually, but uh, w with the Lakers, he'll definitely help them out a lot. Uh, no number six, I have Kelly Oubre, obviously a lot higher than you had him. I, I really like Kelly Oubre, um, and I think I think he's a really good scorer, and um, w we'll see what he does now um, with the Thunder, is it, who he's with now, I believe? Uh, I believe so. That, or is he with the Warriors, maybe? Oh, you're right. He is on the Warriors. You're right. I know a bunch of people got moved around in a couple of days there, but um, uh -huh. yeah. that, that would be an interesting fit. I think he'll have a good role, actually, with Klay Thompson being injured. I think he'll be a Steph's battery mate, solid shooter, so I think he'll, he'll, put, up, he'll put up between 15 and 20 a night. Yeah, he, he'll have the opportunity for sure. All right, now into the uh, top five. This is where I have Miles Turner, another Texas product, big man. They've uh, really developed some good big men there with uh, Miles Turner, Mo Bamba, Jared Allen, Jackson Hayes. Um, I, in his first years, he was better. Uh, he's kind of taken a backseat to Demontis Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon the past few seasons, but uh, he's he's still a solid big man. Uh, this class, he was probably the probably the third third or fourth best big man in the class. So I like Miles Turner. I like his game, but hasn't been as as great the past few seasons. Yeah, he's been really good. It's just um, with, with DeMontis Sabonis, he ended up taking a bit of a bench role or a backup role last year. Um, I, I have Montrose Harrell here at five. It'll be interesting to see what he does with the Lakers because I think he'll actually have probably less of a chance to score. Um, 
especially with uh, Marcus Soule there and Anthony Davis, obviously. But uh, I, I still think he's he's really good off the bench, but he's also not my, my favorite player. I just think um, he, he's good enough to have him there at five for me. All right, so let's look at our top four is Chris Stapps, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Devin Booker, and Angelo Russell. Yeah. All right, so number four is where I have Chris Stapps. Um, I haven't really liked what he's been doing with the Mavericks the past few years. He's taken a notable second option role behind Luka. Um, still, still a good player. I like to see him uh, be a little stronger uh, defensively on the inside. But uh, he's definitely – there's a big gap between him and Miles Turner. So I, I like his game. Uh, after that ACL injury, he hasn't been quite the same, though. Yeah, I do think the top four are much better than anyone else on the list, but he, he's fallen, a lot, fallen off a lot, especially since with the Knicks when he was shooting threes and scoring 25 and was the best player on that team. Now he's r really taken a, a number two role there on the Mavs, but I'm interested to see what you have with two and three because um, we may be switched up there. So who do you have at three? So you had Chris Stapps at four as well? Yes, I had Chris Stapps at four. All right, number three. This might uh, surprise a little bit. This is where I have Carl Anthony Towns here. Oh, you, you think D'Angelo Russell is better than Carl Anthony Towns? Still on the same team right now, and I, I think D'Angelo Russell is more valuable to that team. I like his uh, offensive game better. Towns isn't the greatest post player, not a totally invested defender. Um, still, he still probably might have the most upside out of anybody in this draft. Still, um, got a ton of potential, ton of talent, huge, huge player. But um, the other guys, just I just like their scoring ability slightly better. If it wasn't nine o'clock at night right now, I might be really mad. But um, I'm not gonna get too riled up. Although I think there's no way D'Angelo Russell is the best player in the Timberwolves. Uh, no, no way. Um, I have D'Angelo Russell here at number three. All right, so we already covered him a little bit. I just like his uh, probably be the, the, it's the point guard bias, the guard bias over the bigs. That's really why I have Russell uh, number two. Yeah, I mean they're both terrible at defense. The team's gonna the team's gonna be trying to score a lot. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the worst defending centers in the league, but he's still probably top three to five just on his scoring ability. And uh, D'Angelo Russell. Wasn't amazing on the Warriors, but with the Nets, he was a real, really good, young, promising guard. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and they, like you said, with the Timberwolves, they brought in Anthony Edwards, who has proven that he's not entirely invested defensively as well. So that team could be giving up a ton of points, but they, they got a bunch of scores on that team, guys, guys who can shoot the ball and guys who can score from anywhere. So and that could be a fun team to watch with those three guys. Uh, so I'm guessing at number two, you have Devin Booker. I do have Devin Booker at number two. Do, do you have him at one, or did you take D? I do have Devin Booker at number one. All right. I went to his son's game a few years ago where he put up 50. And uh, oh, just wow. his pure scoring ability, shooting ability, uh, it's, it's it's kind of – it's like jaw-dropping just where he'll pull up from anywhere, shoot with two guys on him. It uh, doesn't really get much coverage because he plays in Phoenix. But I think with Chris Paul coming in this year, that will be a deadly team. That team, I think, can finish top four or five in the West. Yeah, I was going to mention something about Devin Booker not really been proven to get his team wins, but when looking at this entire list, I think Norman Powell is the only player that I would even consider a winning player. I, I, all, pretty much everyone else on this list is on losing teams, uh, other than Montrezl Harrell, I guess, but uh, I guess this draft class uh, didn't get quite as lucky with their selections. I, I did have Carl Towns at number one. Um, I, I think... 
he he is the only all star on this list. Um, but Devin Booker is definitely a promising player. I think he'll be really good last year. He did lead his team to A and O in the bubble. Um, and, and especially with the addition of Chris Paul, I think that's a team that we should all be looking forward to for next year. Yep, I completely agree. All right, so I think that ends this uh, this edition of the redraft. We'll come back next week of 2014, the uh, Andrew Wiggins, Joel Embiid draft. Tomorrow we got a new game that we're going to be playing, so tune in tomorrow, and thanks for listening. All right, see you.